dimensional beings and welcome to episode three of season two of love on the brain great fun episode last week that is going to be followed by the mother of all trauma bonding episodes <laughs> and as you know uh, jamie is a therapist and more loyal listeners will know i started my process of therapy in january so it's big in both of our lives currently so before we get into katie's episode i wanted to kind of touch on how important the sharing of yourself and not hiding has been in in humanity and for the future of our world and society i think as you all who watch the bachelorette know that this episode what happened they kind of took uh, nick fiel licensed therapist into, <laughs> into into a group and they had like kind of like hey let's lay it all out on the table let's yeah. lay out what your kind of deepest darkest relationship trauma pattern was kind of did i say that okay um yeah or like the indiscretions that yeah. you caused in that relationship. might affect you in relationship which is again very yeah, i love that yeah it was awesome as far in the real life is concerned it's just very progressive and makes a lot of sense we talked about it last episode and how quickly should you divulge your traumas in, in dating in the first date second date most of these guys have no idea who katie is i know other than she's a hot you know strong you know passionate woman and she doesn't know who all these men are so i thought it was really cool so you know it's been a, very heavy in our lives and and recently so i just kind of wanted to talk about it before we get into the episode so what do you say about about it jane when did you start what do you think how i know you again fans of the show will, will realize you were an <laughs> architecture architecting major and all For, high school, you were like, oh, I'm going to be an yep. architect. <laughs> I'm going to draw up the next uh, Sagrada Familia from Barcelona. I'm going to tell sure. <laughs> Did you Actually, that's a good question. Did you think about yourself as like the, well, a next great architect or just something that's like, I could have a good job? No, I, I think good the, at this. the idea was like, oh, I could be in charge of designing my own home. Which is amazing. Was like a really big part of it. And it was it was more from my head. Like, oh, I'm told I'm good at art. I'm good at math. I took this test. It said I'd be good at psychology Architecture first. Architecture is a really good job. Yeah. And then I took like some basic drafting. I liked the preciseness of like the small bits. In my head, it was, oh, that's a really prestigious job. You make a lot of money. And then, I mean, I didn't realize until later that it's like one of the lowest paying jobs right out of college. Like you don't make the money really? until you become like you okay. own your own firm. Basically yeah, okay. you, you're like an apprentice for right, a while right, right. doing most of the work for less of the money. It's probably a, a competitive business. Cause I, again, it I is. I mean, Penn, I applied to the Penn state and Michigan university of Michigan programs where only 60 people were admitted out of all the applicants and, uh, got into Penn state and within I would say a couple weeks, if not a week, was like absolutely not. And that's very American thing. Like, uh, oh, you got accepted to this prestigious program. You, you have do to it. go. You don't have another choice. It wasn't just that, though. It was it was that and the way I was learning mixed with, you know, how high school is. Like, you're pigeonholed into this one identity. And I always had the, you know, like smart, athletic person. Like, that was yeah. just kind of like my... right. That's goal and wants. when you go to Penn <laughs> when you go to Penn State everyone's smart if you're not on a D1 sport you're, you're not, not athletic, athletic yeah. it's not that big of a deal and so I kind of went through this identity thing where mm -hmm. I was like well that's not true about me anymore I really didn't want to do architecture it was awful it 
kept me away from friends because we were pulling all nighters the second week of just college. Just to get the grades in to study or, or what? It like, was just to do the work. It yeah. was, I was working forever to do the scaling of a building. And I remember it was due the next day and I had worked night and night and night like, over and over. And the guy comes in, he's like, you're off like a quarter of an inch over here. Just restart. Oh yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't finish the project. I was yeah. like, I'm out of here. There's no way. And so I kind of went through like this identity crisis and I tried going to the therapy services at Penn State that are offered by like the students there. And like, you know, at the time I went in, I'm like, I'm anxious. I'm not eating. I'm depressed. I miss my family. I want to go home. Like, I need help. And at the time, the guy was like looking through my phone. I was like, so I saw you lost your mother. And I was like, I didn't fucking say anything about that. <laughs> right. But deep down, that's probably a it was uh, a big part of, of it. Right. But I wasn't now, ready but, for yeah, it. That's not... So I was like, you don't see me. So I took it upon myself to kind of take psychology classes to get free therapy almost and like learn it by becoming it and doing it and it changed my life finding um that bicycle class I always talk about at Penn State which was about healing yourself to heal the world and the environment and that's how I learned about Naropa and just deepened my journey like crazy once I moved here to learn to heal the environment yeah he was like you can't care about the external world if you're not caring about yourself or like you don't realize how much you neglect yourself you're gonna neglect like as above, so below kind of deal. Yeah, and that was Doc. Doc. Who, who wrote who wrote a book recently called... Awakening 101. <laughs> Awakening 101. I have a, a feature. I have that. a comment in can it. You, can you look on Amazon for that? Uh, Amazon, yep. Amazon uh, carries Wherever it. Wherever you might get books. I think Target even carries it. Yeah. Um, and it's cool. It's got activities in it that you can fill out things to like find what your purpose is. What limiting beliefs do you have that society's fed you? Do you actually believe them? Mm, Just lies. It's really about questioning your beliefs and what you think you know and believe and seeing if that's really true. Yeah, that's important to questioning so beliefs. So having... And that was a gen ed class that I just happened to... To pop in on. Happen, yeah. Yeah. Quote, in quotes. <laughs> and I remember the first, the first class I started crying like from the first minute because I was like, this is where so I need to be. So much truth. Yeah. And, and, and I met Doc uh, re- uh, just like uh, briefly a couple of times. I was like, this guy has a lot of power behind him. There's a lot of uh, knowledge and influence. Yeah. A lot. Of, I mean, and he's so, he's been you so like that. open about his life and how long it's taken him to find healing and you know, mental health and all of that. So yeah. I had like a model and a mentor. That was the norm. That was like what you did in that sphere of people. Right. Is you were vulnerable, you shared about yourself. And then I think for Naropa, I, was, I went into it with the intention of, which is my grad school. Boulder, Colorado. Knowing that it's, you know, the tagline is transform yourself, transform the world. So mm-hmm. you can't kind of do your work and out in the world as a therapist until you do it yourself. Yeah. So you go through a three year, pretty intense program of kind of looking at all your shit from, from deep down, which is again, so against what I was, I don't know if I'm told, I guess shown as a person. I don't know. That's not even fair either. I wasn't told or shown anything. I just, it all felt so uncomfortable to me to be real with myself and to see, I don't know, just air out these real things that happened to us. And part of it's probably family. I remember even crashing my car and we were kind of told like, hey, no one has to know about this. And I remember my instinct was like, no, well, I don't, you know, this is who I am. I don't really yeah. need to hide it and hiding things. And my biggest thing that I had was a panic attack in high school. And I 
press it down, push it down. And it, it, it fucking went through me in so many ways and, and ruined my life in so many ways. So now, obviously, the way I look at it is hiding or, or keeping things down is going to come out just in weird ways that are harder to even acknowledge. So being truthful with yourself and with the world and realizing that we're all going through something, no matter what, is going to make for an easier, happy life for you and those around you. Yeah, I mean, even to this day, there's still part, I feel like it just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper to things that are scary for me to do. And I think what's been coming up lately is like, it's scary for me to communicate my, like my honest, unfiltered truth in a relationship sometimes for fear of, I don't know, rejection or whatever, what have you. Yeah, being um, not liked as much, not as respected or yeah, accepted. Yeah, but I'll, or... I'll hold, hold, hold it, hold it, hold it, try and work on it myself, not mention it. That's not their job. It's, it's not their responsibility. I'll hold it, hold it, hold it. No wonder I have freaking stomach problems and stress and anxiety, resentment. Like, there's, it takes so much more energy to hold what I want to say than actually face the right. fear and the, say it and let it go. And off. then maybe, yeah, maybe they don't react in the best way, but it's almost like trusting that I can repair the relationship. Yeah, and if not, it, it wasn't meant right to, to be. be like, there's a lot of trust that's involved. Yeah, and, I like what you brought up even with your stomach, because a lot of people, even that would be like, what is she talking about? Like the, how does the biology, mm. but by side is just what you mentioned. You went to a by side class and biology science it's the science that affects us that our body you know the famous book our body keeps the score it's, yep. all, it's also true and but a lot of our, i bet even our listeners would be like okay that's a stretch that you keeping in your secrets gives you stomach problems well as far as we the science is still developing but it's a thousand percent your gut is your second brain yeah and i mean even i mean logically there is logic to it like think about a panic attack like you have a physiological reaction that's oh, I coming. Felt like I was going to die. Like everything was telling me, Hey, you're going to die. Get out of the situation because you're going to get eaten by this shark, by this fake right. shark or get killed by this, which is bird. coming from some kind of emotional challenge. Yeah. And so how could you, you know, it's not mutually exclusive. Like they're very much connected, you know, migraines, headaches. Like for me, I get headaches when I'm mad and I haven't said what I want to say. Right. Like, yeah. For, well, it's your cells. Your cells get trauma inflicted on them, and your cells are in your brain. So your cells are yeah. in the rest of your body. So it only makes I mean, it's genius. logical sense. Yeah, for your body to process it for you if you don't want to yeah. outwardly do it. But it's, you know, for a lot of people, very maladaptive. And, you know, for some people, they go through their lives and it doesn't get them. For other people, Yeah, I was going to say, we, we've talked a little bit about this, just like our family and, and casual conversations but i always think about that is there the two different people they have to have a different subset of genetics no matter there's what. so many things involved right yeah. like life circumstance how we handle stress how we approach stress how we're a certain body biologically and genetically and um from our parents like how they pass down trauma and how they process trauma like your family could be really resilient in terms of holding trauma. Right. And like It's like, yeah, you, you, your grand, your great, great, great grandfather in, in the 1500s is in the war and killed like a thousand people. And so whatever reason, and evolution has, to old has age, maybe yeah. been like, well, now you're four generations later, you uh, stepped on a mouse or something and killed it. And it's like, you're, you're not going to care because for, for, I'm just, I'm not a scientist yeah. I'm just making this up. Four generations before your, your father killed 3000 people. So maybe like it's evolution. Think about it. You, if you need, if the bird needs to fly, it grows bigger wings. And so maybe your family needs more support because your uncle or great uncle killed so many people. I'm just spitballing. Well, I also feel like we're so most people are not 
really attuned to their bodies. Right. Like I, part of the work that I do as a play therapist, I have to name during the session, my body sensations along with some other things. And I, that's my go-to actually. I'm first we'll say what my body and what I'm feeling like before even say like an emotional word or a thought. And it's really helped me become like almost hyper aware of aches, pains, things, but it's so useful and beneficial. Yeah. Well, that's my thing too. When my therapy is, is somatic, which is kind of getting in tune with your body. And it's yeah. so unnatural for me. And that's what makes me feel like I need it so much because it'll help me attune to what I, to what I need to see and to feel it's because you know, my mind is, I don't know, I guess you're not as me and I guess I would say me and dad were very good at p- p- <laughs> pushing things away pretty easily. Like I can kind of like my panic attack, like, I wouldn't, I would have told you this isn't doing anything to me. It was because I found out years later, but at the time I was able to push this major life event where a lot of people, maybe you, I don't know, would have immediately, I have to deal with this. Like I I have to deal. More so now than before. I think I had more what you would call defenses earlier on before I really did a deep dive and it, it just came to owning, oh, I'm an emotional person and I've been saying I'm not for yeah. the longest time and feeling like I'm not. And now that I'm owning it and sharing that part of me more often, yeah, I'm more sensitive to certain things. And I love a good board game to shut off my oh, brain well, from listen, like, yeah, there's a lot of, from the world. I love to be distracted. I believe think, me. Well, I think you need That's why we watch The Bachelor. Why do you think I watch yeah, The we're Bachelor? Ba- we're doing a podcast on The Bachelor. <laughs> so I think, I think you, and I also would, you know, I've been balanced, all balanced recently. If you're yep. like that all the time where you're thinking about the deepest, darkest oh, things all the time, you could really your drown. Life just sucks. Hey, you could the, really drown. At that point, what's the point? I, I even, I talked to my therapist recently about this. I don't think he agreed actually. <laughs> but anyway, I was like, I'm doing this stuff. I'm feeling these feelings. I'm doing this dark shit so I can get back to the high vibes. Like, yeah. so I can feel that authentically that I experience my emotions and my dark traumas. So I can live highly at a high vibration mm-hmm. at a frequency. But yeah, I don't know. It seems, it just seems like, I mean, really it's just like, it's uncomfortable in the beginning and it so does, and it does feel overwhelming and like, dysregulating because your brain and your body are so not used to doing it. Yeah. So it's like, uh, this is uncomfortable. It's not like we went to therapy when we were kids. No, the, the, nobody, emotional education and awareness stops at like age five. Nobody, like schools don't really teach past and a five-year-old level of emotional that's awareness. that's not a Jersey thing, right? That's not a Jersey No, thing. it's even it's here a, in Colorado. Yeah, yeah. It, unless you have a specific school that's really focus on that which expensive they're not yeah expensive (laughs) privilege they're not even and they don't even do emotional awareness as much and and so most of us if you think about it are stunted at like age five emotionally which is not regulatory (laughs) yeah it could be three and a half (laughs) let me spend a 30 minutes with you in the playroom i'll let you know (laughs) well you have because i think you spent a lot of time in the play that's true honestly though i mean i feel like i'm pretty good in the game room that's not that's can't i mean there was a famous philosopher that said uh an hour of play like shows you everything about someone. I, I think it was Plato. Exactly. You sure you just you learn just more. That. You learn Maybe. more about a person in an hour of play than a minute in conversation, or a minute of play than an hour of conversation, yes. or something like that, I, or an hour of play than a lifetime of conversation. Yeah, something about that. I just got a Snapple cap that said that the other day. And I was like, ooh. Did you Google it? Because my instinct yeah, was, it wasn't Plato. It said Plato. Well, that's a lot because of times quotes are. Here they could be misconstrued. Here comes my uh, highfalutin take of philosophers. Sometimes it would not be Plato. I would have known it. <laughs> Sometimes it's misattributed by uh, lesser minds. But what I was going to say is like, you know, the goal is, yeah, like you said, the, it's an investment. It's such 
an investment yes. for yourself. And if you don't feel like the investment's worth it, it's not going to work. So I definitely tell people, you know, go to therapy, but don't do it just because you feel like you want to do it or you should do it. Like, look at it really as an investment. This is something I'm going to work at for now for the return to come yeah. later. When it's it, not a, a, you know, a quick fix by no. any means. Although. Because if you have 27 years of patterns dramas. that aren't productive and mm. you want to get, you know, you go to therapy for two months and you're like, it's not really working it's, yeah. or well, I feel duh. worse. Yeah. That's just how the body works. Like yeah. that's how the brain and the body processes stuff. And, well, the, so, and the goal is to be able to like feel all your feelings and they don't overwhelm you so much anymore. Got it. So you got get it. more used to them. That, I like that. Less threatening. Well, it's a, a lot of pain for pleasure things. I went to therapy and I initially felt better immediately because going to this episode, I was airing things that I was holding for so long by myself. So it felt oh, like there yeah. was a weight a big lifted release. off my, I, I, I made the joke that, <sighs> I made the joke that therapy um, for me now is, is like, a, you know, confession as oh, a non-Catholic. Absolutely. It's, it, because, it, and that's one of the great things about the Catholic religion is confession. It's just, a, it's a backdoor way to kind of like release some of the weight that's on you. So that's a really cool thing about the Catholic religion, but. Yeah, especially after watching Mayor of Easttown for anybody oh, who's yeah, watching. Yeah. Like, oh, let's talk about some shows. That, um. Really, one of the best shows I've watched really? in a while because oh, really I haven't it. I haven't found a show lately that I'm really like, oh my Captivated. gosh, this is good. And I wasn't sure, like you could tell, right? Like I sometimes so with sometimes with dark shows where like females are victims of crimes, like I do get more sensitive to them, especially considering my life is like all about these families or like whatever. Oh, but yeah, no. the background story was so psychological, like you said, and she was so the characters are so charming yeah and like the i think they, they were in like you know close to philly that's Pennsylvania. the most i've ever seen that's kind of the joke they went over oh the yeah it's it like was like funny yeah. cheesesteaks and all this stuff it, which, it, you're right it was a little yeah. bit but which is the, you if you know to, the people it's oh, accurate no, that's what i said I, the way they all were well. coached to say home because yes. that's a very home. specific I had to, like, philly thing every time so I'm, I'm bad at it but. but it was just so charming and a beautiful picture of a family healing and that's all i'll say but mother daughter relationship was amazing because Kate Winslet and I think her name is oh god I, I wish Bond. no the mom her mom oh yeah um, is amazing right she's so name. good she's such a good actress I always forget her name because I don't she's know not her name hot but I've seen there. her in other things G- Dean something Dean something Queen well it's such a good thing about like generational what's passed down yeah, yeah. and all that, all that I mean it was perfect know, for me <laughs> exactly if you know psychology family therapy that's why me like us watching that versus some random people watching that it's so funny it's so cool how you pick up on this nuance of the you know and it's like even that I'm watching Lost again which I have talked about it's my favorite show of all time Lost formerly on ABC and now that my prefrontal cortex is is somewhat evolved at least i don't think it's fully he loves there. Saying that. 25 or 26 <laughs> everything has changed because now i'm looking at things under the guise of such a different person than i was when i was a child first watching it and you're just taking it at face value you're that's taking- where i rewatch gilmore girls all the time <laughs> yeah. it's different and makes different like makes right. me cry so, in different yeah. parts that's what i'm saying every have you time seen I watch it pre-pfc that if so you have to watch it again yep. you have to watch it again or if not, then you have to watch again. So Lost, I would recommend that just as much as Mary of Easttown, where every single episode in the first season is all this representation, even like physically, there's symbols of it, darkness and light. How yeah. there's darkness and light in all of us, and we're all so complex and figuring out how to what to do on this island, trying to get off, or we're trying to, some, some people are trying to stay on, and yeah. I'd recommend it to anyone. But it's like watching it from a different 
level. It's through the psychology of human beings. Yeah. It's like, and that's why Mare is so good and, and Lost for me is so good because- And The Bachelorette. And The Bachelorette, <laughs> which if you listen to our podcast, we literally do watch it through the lens of, of like psychology. Psycholo- yeah, 1,000%. So it is, so when people say, oh, I hate The Bachelorette, I hate The Bachelor, it's like, well, you're probably, you know, you're not watching it on the level that I'm watching it at. <laughs> not, I guess on the level sounds pretentious, but at a, at a different level because it's, it's fascinating. Watching these people in these weird situations, unearthing their traumas is just amazing. So good. So back to- just how good it felt to get some of the stuff off my chest. You know, I killed a couple people. It wasn't anything major, no. but now I was able to to say it. Um, it's very similar to what happened on The Bachelor. And they they said a bunch of times, Katie was like, I feel so everyone after it was like, a, they were all post-coital after the hell session. They oh, were all like, yeah. They're all feeling good. And they're like, oh, <sighs> we just shared all that stuff. And something that happened recently was, you know, what's so good about this with Katie and, and them, they, they unearth these things, you know, Katie was assaulted. Uh, other of them had cheated on guy on women and different bad things, but it gives the person at home almost permission to be like, Oh, you know, I'm not alone. There's something else that's going on. Something else that happened in America this week was the NFL player, Carl Nassib of Penn state fame came out as a homosexual. And I just think it was just such a beautiful thing. It seems so simple now. My first instinct is like, okay, my first, in- which is a good thing. Well, I read the headline and I was like, yeah. Who gives a shit? Like, but then you, th- and you read then into it. But I was like, it. wait, that was the, f- the he was first, the first NFL that is on a live roster. Michael Sam wasn't good enough to make the, the, the that roster. That came out. He was, he was really good, but he wasn't super good. But Nassib is a legitimate player. He was, he's, this couple of years, he's on the Raiders now. He's had some really good seasons rushing the quarterback. And the significance in such a small thing is so awesome, right? It's, it's such a, huge. again, to us, it feels so small because, it's so accepted. Well, Colton so amazing, Underwood but... came out as the first. He was a bachelor, and he came out as gay. Well, that opens up a whole different can of worms for sure. That's that was well, a that's more very Kev, that's more Kevin Spacey come out than anything else. Well, I don't know if you knew about that come out too. It's no. like he assaulted a bunch of dudes, and then he's like, "I'm gay." Well, can you, it's like you still assaulted. You still, <laughs> you still put a tracker on Cassie's car. I don't know, you, you, well, gay or not. no, that I agree. They like downplayed all of his. That was the like the point. issues. It doesn't ma- It doesn't mean that this is because he was so going complex. through something. It doesn't mean, you know. You still have all the empathy in the world for for him coming out. I'm sure that was really difficult, especially being on a. Yeah, you can understand and still but, hold people. Accountable. Yeah, you have to hold them accountable for what they do. Which that well. was the that was the setup for this Bachelorette group date. Was I'm here? <laughs> this is Nick Vial said. I'm here to keep you guys accountable. Which if you've ever watched Nick Vial yeah, on any of the other seasons. He never gave anything away, like until he has his own podcast <laughs> and does, and he does that trending. more. Okay, um, well, he's more vulnerable on the yeah. Well, that's but that's also the thing that I loved about Katie is when people opened up about you know the one guy saying he was in a marriage and ended up getting divorced because he his priorities weren't in line and and, and talked about how each it changed his perspective as a person and then the other one with the alcohol abuse and the cheating and all of that and. Her reaction, which I think some other bachelorettes or other women, and even in my mind, was like, red flag. Yeah. Oh, they've done that. Red <laughs> flag. Do better, yep. Like, whatever. But she was like, I'm so impressed by how they shared that and really felt like they were genuine and yeah. honest and open and I couldn't ask for anything more. Right. Rather than like, freaking Thomas. Right. <laughs> now we're getting the episode. Yeah, we'll definitely we'll get, get there later. Saying, we've already had a but pretty good... I, I really, you know, having a... A boyfriend who does men's work, hosts men's circles. It's really hard. And I've been in, um, I had to do a group therapy as a class. So I was like in a group therapy 
group yeah. with my classmates. So it Which was is, a little for the bit. People who don't watch, it's just it's just seven or eight people around sitting the around group and they're it, instead of just the traditional therapist. There's a lot of benefits to it. I mean, it's not just you and this therapist you've created a bond with. It's it creates all these social family imagine, yeah. dynamics. And like for me, my I get so angry when I'm in group settings because my instinct is to be quiet and I feel like I can only share if somebody asks me. Mm. I feel like I don't get to take up space. And so for me, like when I'm in those scenarios, they're super uncomfortable. It's really hard for me to share in a group setting authentically and emotionally. I usually, my emotions shut down when I'm sharing to a group because I get nervous to speak in front of people. Mm -hmm. And these men, the way that they were vulnerable and got emotional, like pretty quickly was really admirable. You know, like for men to do that, it's just awesome no they did a really good job and we'll, we'll definitely get into that they whole should do session. that with women they never put women in like there's so many this there's so the much drama one. with women in the houses every year oh, it's, it's and arguably no deeper. probably because no bachelor wants to complex. do that more than like a bachelorette point, but like point. I like would, I, that would be so a, awesome you know it should be required that they have weekly myself. group or like Oh yeah, you well, know, group if therapy. Were, if they were trying to help these people, then yeah, yes. they're not. They're, they're not. trying to. They're to, trying to create discomfort. You have to remember, yeah, you need to explore the discomfort, and that's what they want. They want you to kind of get off kilter. But you're right with the men. It does seem like even on Claire's season, everything was like, "Tell me your deepest darkest." Well, Claire's was that rough. was that, that was, was too much. Like I, she I took that guy them. into his trauma and then said, "I see you. We don't. I don't want you anymore." <laughs> right. And he was like so distressed. He left Tasha's season because he was like blown wide open yeah. and like, "Oh shit." I get that. I loved him. I forget what his name was. I loved him there's there's a lot of uh, nuance chris i think it was chris he was a football player too i think he was a former and i hope he's player. on paradise there's so many options yeah there's a lot of a lot of options for paradise but yeah no i think that was a really good opening discussion do, do we leave anything out not really if you're holding on to anything right now and you just want to say it to your partner your friend your mom your dad your co-worker your boss let's just say it say it and also for me i think uh, i don't want to be annoying with like just pumping my therapy through everyone's ears but i don't it's relatively inexpensive because you can i could find i was able to find this like scale look for sliding sliding scale scale, and he was really receptive and understanding of me and and also it's just like for me it was really hard to start it was really hard to just find like that initial thing but there's really there was kind of dumb for that for me to do that because what's the downside if you just try a session if you don't like it you never have to go again who cares yeah. so there's no downside it's just that initial step of hey let me let you know and what would you recommend you help me what would you recommend if someone has never even considered therapy and listen to this I'm like man you know, maybe it sounds kind of good well maybe just go google literally <laughs> i mean psychology today it's that where i send everybody i know my best friend just found so somebody psychology today.com psychology today.com like find a therapist you look there's so many filters you can put you can put price you can put if they take a certain insurance so look up your insurance plans you can put like location a lot of people are doing it online like you are right you haven't been in person no, with it's only been Zoom. him yet and so it's super accessible. You don't have to go anywhere oh, and really walk easy. in yeah, and other people up, see. Like there's coffee. nothing in terms of that. Um, if you want to see somebody, a lot of people are seeing people in person. You know, what your tar- like what their experience and level you can is. Stop there's anytime. so much. Like it's all for you. It's not like. I do it based off energy read. I, you might have like a different criteria, but I look for, does this person feel like me, but maybe a little step above <laughs> you know like not even above but like they have the you experience yeah, yeah. No, and i sense. feel like this person even looking at their picture i feel i would feel comfortable talking to them like if well, you don't, don't immediately have like i look for a comfort yeah. in the photo 
um, in order to feel, I reached out to two therapists, only one like was available and I can't believe we found each other. Yeah. It's like unbelievable. Yeah. Trusting that process. And also if you don't like him, you can find yes. someone else. And too. I also want to acknowledge my experience is not the norm from <laughs> what I've heard. Like, like to find the exact person and Kyle, you too, like to find that one person and it feel really good for a long time is rare. And that's sometimes a barrier. Like they call it shopping for a therapist. Yeah, like I say dating. I'm looking for like a couples therapist right now and, I've had to call three, you know, one has a wait list, one got back to me, but is only available this certain time. I have to talk about price with them. It is a more of a process. Yeah, it felt, I guess that's the overarching point I wanted to make was it felt so insurmountable. It felt like I have to do this, this, I have to find it. I was like, oh, this just seems like too much. But it really wasn't. It really wasn't that hard. You can quit at any time. It's all for you. If you've had, talk back to the body, stomach aches over and over, whatever process you go through to find a doctor it's kind of the same yeah, thing, definitely. right? Like it's kind well, of like, and if you don't, don't, don't like that doctor, you're not going to yeah. go back and you're like, Oh, I need to find another doctor. Maybe I'll ask my friends. Maybe I'll see what doctors they go to, you know, like, and the other thing I, I want to say is that I told someone recently that about, about this and how I think it's helping my life and it's making me, me be more aware and happy on a day to day basis. They were like, I said, I was like, yeah, I'm in therapy. And then she goes, I, I hope everything's OK. I hope you're not mm-hmm. like fucked up. And I'm like, no, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm as fucked up as I, I as I say to be on this show, which is <laughs> a lot, but it not no, no more than anybody else. So it's just like you don't have to go because you're sick. There's something wrong. Yeah, there's, there's no acknowledgement. Yeah, it's almost like it's just it, it's maintenance. It's, That's teaches, what I say. About, like even in my ex, it's just like it's a, it teaches you like the things it, it almost like gives you a level of confidence, things that you should put up with, things that you shouldn't put up with. And just making it took it makes me help me feel more serious as a person, take myself seriously and being like, no, this is what I deserve. It could be anything as small as to a raise at work to your, your parents treating you like shit. Like there's something in there where you can just kind of feel it and it's going to improve your life. And it's really hard without that situation. Sometimes you have friends who you can reach out to, but you don't want to burden them. You have parents that you can talk to, but they're biased. They know you. Yep. So it's just an unbiased kind of. Unbiased person whose job it is to listen to you, reflect you back. And like, honestly, as a therapist, like love you. Like I look at my yeah. kids sometimes and maybe I'm not saying anything in, in my mind. I'm like, am I even doing anything? But I'm sitting there just watching them build Legos yeah. and like loving them. And, and I'm just like, you're so like in my mind, I'm just like, you're so incredible. And like through that loving, unconditional love, positive regard, it there's so much healing involved. It's literally the whole point of life. It's like the whole point. We've talked about even like giving Darcy our dog love at a young age yeah. has made her a happy puppy. If you give kids love at a young age, it makes you happy. And that's what this whole podcast is about. So good. Nice Must little bow. Nice little bow on that. Again, 30 minute, 30 minute therapy <laughs> commercial that we just sure. did. <laughs> that's kind of what the whole it's show, like the show is. Also, if you don't want to do it, then fucking don't do it, it yeah it's just shit. you know cause harm <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> well, that's the thing you can't you're a human being you can't you can't just you know you, there's no like no you get to if do you kill someone you go to jail if in this life that, you get there if next life if the life after that if you great. never get there great it's not i don't it's care everyone's it's just, path it's is just, up to them i can only say what has helped me personally and yep. maybe hopefully that can help you and help katie disclaimer and our men so i know a lot of you uh stop listening after the beginning and then and then stop the bachelor talk but i'm telling you we talk about this stuff weaved into the bachelor and also watch that shit it's not it's, that yeah, dumb it's, it's 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 not as bad as you think because again there's these real people that have real feelings i know it's very produced highly produced but facts remain the same real people real feelings we'll see you after the break <laughs> Thank you.
Alright, we open up episode two, right where we left off, pre-Rose Ceremony. With but Crazy Carl on a Crazy rampage. Carl is floundering in his lies. Um, again, it always kind of... Talk about all the deep stuff in the beginning. It's like the shallow <laughs> mixture of like seeing someone get caught in a lie... It was it's, it's, bad. It's good, though. He it's really held it for it a long every time. There's a lot of people never get caught like that. Because they, they either people are like, I don't have to deal with this. Or, or there's whatever. not like they 30 men in a room who are exactly. affected by it and reflecting back to you. You and have like a group of six friends. TV. That's part <laughs> and of cameras, so producers. He's got to try to stay strong, but he can't. He doesn't have the tools in the toolbox. Absolute goldfish. So. He ruined the rest of the cocktail hour. So in a way, his plan worked. The cracking attack. Oh, he just cracked the entire, you know, in his stupid way. But it was a very, sh- very short-sighted plan because it's most definitely going to backfire unless production steps in yeah. and says. And that's what I'm thinking. They're going to say keep Carl. Right? Oh, because absolutely. Vicky lasted how long? Every single season. The, the it's like the whole thing where it goes to the last rose. It could be the good guy or it could be the vic- good guy who they don't have a connection with or the victim that. They're making it seem like they have some kind of connection. So I'm like, oh, Carl's going to gonna be around. But before that, Greg goes to talk to Katie, who's very upset. And the, I love like that kind of like look of, you know, they have the, the rose already pinned to their chest because yeah. they got the date rose. So there's something about that. They, that they have like, so much. I mean, it feels so good. Yeah, I it's bet, like, oh, you know? all you there's are, no all you guys second still, guessing. All you guys are still in limbo. And, I and she was excited. He came to talk yeah, to he, her. I thought, she really likes him. I thought his, her face was like, if there could be anyone to walk in, Greg would be her probably her top pick at that My point. My note about Carl is when I was watching it, he's an absolute worm an absolute goldfish. Yeah, no, he definitely, if we're going to go petty, <laughs> the worm and goldfish is really great. Greg goes to support, you know, nothing really that groundbreaking. <laughs> just, how are you doing? And he always looks like, when he says how you're doing and she's like honest with him, he always looks a little bit like, oh shit, I wish I didn't Yeah, ask. he doesn't actually care. No, like he just looks I like. I went to an all boys school and I don't have time for this. Oh my God, it's so weird now that I like follow him on Instagram <laughs> yeah, okay, and we I have, have like him. somewhat mutual friends. That is And weird. he had a house in Manasquan. Emily said he had a house somewhere Jersey's else down a there. Tiny place, man. He probably lived. We probably saw him minutes. at Bar A. Probably lived ten minutes from us. But here's the thing: he's not all that great. So, <laughs> just kidding. Now I'm getting no. competitive with, with Katie. But then we see what Carl distances himself. So Carl shadow boxing. Yes. Yeah, as a form of not phasing his inner self. Which a point. motivational speaker would do. Oh, yeah. Uh, here, I'm the That's best. his pre stage routine. Yeah, a motivational speaker is literally just telling yourself you're better than you are. It's like, yeah, that's all so, it is. We're just lying so to great. ourselves. You're so great. You don't have to work at all. You're just the best already. But. Ball him over. <laughs> then we hit the. If you have anything else before the rose ceremony? No, but. And again, my gut was telling me that this was a setup for Carl to be the final rose. And I, again. well, she says she goes, she stops, goes back after the, after, oh, well, she gives, okay. She gives yeah. David, David who comes out of rose. fucking nowhere. He's one well, of the hottest men on the freaking He's very show. good looking. I, was, I even wrote down, I said, we haven't heard much of anything from him. And yet. then, you know, once more men get it and then Mike P, our beloved well, I'll go, yeah, Angel. I have all of them. I have all the guys. Okay, we want to. Yeah, so David got the first one because you know it's in order because there's the amount of roses that are on the table when yeah. they get it. So we know this is not produced around. Hunter got number two, sticking around at least one more week. He had a kind of a big episode. I love Hunter. Oh, okay, okay, but a lot of grunts. All right, he's. Uh, then we have <laughs> Connor C. Still who? Who? Yeah, still don't know much about Connor. <laughs> See, that's two roses now. He's the baseball player that I mistook. Oh. I mistook him for the Virgin week one, which is probably not a great sign. I think I might as well. But the, after him, it's perfect because the actual Virgin got the rose right after him. And so that's Mike P. This was the weird one. Yeah, he, he becomes the spokesman for the group, which right. amazing choice. Who else? True, but who else? Bad choice for himself. That's all I'm saying. We uh, know. And anytime I you know. get involved in it, I, I see no. 
this is going to come up a ton in this episode, but I see no benefit for calling out any like anybody, even even Carl at that point. Like, but Katie him- said she wants a man who's like protective, and he the way he came and kind of said we're, oh, we're all here, moment. right, man, and very calm, and you know, was careful not to say he he's a snake, he's True. not here for you. He was just like we just really don't think. Yeah, He's here, and, I guess and, you're right. and we're Maybe doing I'm it as more a about team. The Thomas, in the, as we get closer to that part, but Carl was was fucking everything up like pretty yeah. aggressively. So, but what I was surprised about was this was during the rose ceremony. That yeah. So he, he gets the rose, and he's using bad his. time. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. I've never seen that happen. Where has that happened before? Maybe once or twice or oh, during yeah. the rose ceremony. Hey, I have to tell you this right now. Usually, it's can I pull you aside real quick? And yeah. then they're always like, "Oh, sure. What's what's, what's, what's going on?" Yeah, and it's something true. It's like cool about. You can't trust so-and-so or I need to go home or whatever. Yeah. So obviously that throws Katie for a loop. You know, she's sitting there trying to process it all. She left the room, goes to talk to Tasha. Which that's why I was like, where the hell are Caitlin and Tasha? Because they've been in this position before and they could totally, it's not Chris Harrison who would be like non-advice and like pushing her to... Have you thought about obviously pick Carl? <laughs> but I think I mean that's he's black, right, Carl? That's what Chris Harrison would say. (laughs) All right, Katie. But um I I well it sounded like she said I was gonna keep Carl before this. I think right. that was producers saying Carl's a keep, good choice. You have yeah. to keep Carl and then um I think Kate, uh Caitlin and Tasha were like, Well, we'll support you whatever you decide. Yeah. Was there a kind of way of saying like you don't have to do it, but yeah. like we can't speak against production right, right now? Job in the future. And there was uh rumors coming out after Katie's season that production named her as difficult, which they said the same thing about Claire. Yeah. And I probably she was difficult because she wasn't saying right what they herself. were telling her right. to do. Absolutely. And I think you know? we might be seeing a little we wondered last season, we a little a little change on direction of the bachelor because Carl so. would have gotten chosen oh, no matter what. Yeah. Because he's just great TV. And again, there's something, there's some value There's more empowerment me. for the contestants, I think, now that stuff yeah. has been coming out about the and franchise. And that's what the people kind they're of They're under want. scrutiny. And so if they get one more bad press about how they're treating people, they have to yeah. be really careful I was thinking right they need to stay, like their their attempt is going to stay away from racism at all costs yeah. this year. So even if that means Carl has to win, they're going to do something They like paid, that. I just came out that they paid Chris Harrison $10 million in the right. settlement, which is a two-year salary. So right. he was making $5 million a year. For 20 years or For maybe like 20 minutes total of screen yeah. time each season. No, it's, <laughs> it's true. And again, Tayshia and Caitlin, awesome uh, women, but we need to like it's it's such a mouthful. We need to like come up with a name for them or something. I think Tasha is gonna because mostly they're showing mostly Tasha as host. Yeah, I think so. I think she's gonna be right, the but one just for this season, like it's, I just love how they have their little like brain trust in there whenever she needs. So it's pretty cool. Either way, I guess you know it has to be dramatic. So um, uh, Michael A. <laughs> he got he got the next rose. He hasn't had a date yet, um, but we'll get to oh that the, the dad, future. The yeah. Dad. And then Connor B, Catman, not yep. going anywhere anytime soon, as far as we can tell. And then Courtney, still alive. He got a rose. I don't know if he has any real chance at this point. Hard to say. Still, we don't know much about him, but they don't seem like a I don't think so. physical match. No. Um, then Trey came on, and Eleven. I guess I don't. Again, this isn't. I guess this is racism, but him and David just look so much alike. I did. I kept mixing them up. Really, I don't think they look similar. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. even like if you told me like Connor C and like Michael, they look so much similar to me. Oh too, yeah, no, I guys. can't tell apart most of them <laughs> so because there's so many. 
But like, now that I've recognized David, I'm like, no, like that's two he's th- not a Trey. <laughs> true. Okay. Two or three episodes in, I'm starting to get better with the names for sure. That helps. I I'm try, bad. I really I'm, try. I'm only naming. I'm this yeah, I'm only naming the people that I care about. Well, um, eyebrow artist Justin, Justin. I know him. He yeah. got in. He's cool. He seems like he's got some stuff going on. Yeah, he's growing on me. And then the two white boys, Colin Hanks and Boston Christian. No surprise. Colin Hanks. Me. He looks just like him. Or you maybe you just don't know Colin Hanks that well. No, I know Colin Hanks. Oh, okay. Which guy? What's his name? His name. Uh, <laughs> I literally don't know. No, it's, my it's, my boy Christian like a, though. Yeah, Christian. I'm not surprised with him. Josh still sticking around. He's kind of like uh, Josh. You, you haven't heard much about him. You know, you picture him though. No. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's I was like, nodding my head. Definitely like, yeah, person but. of color. Just like um, he's cute. Josh. Just like um, ears kind of pronounced. Maybe I don't know how else to describe him. What was he wearing? Okay. Brendan with the hair. That one they'll help. They'll know the hair. Like he was a super attractive firefighter. With except. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then box James Bradley Cooper. Yes, yes, yes. He gets the penultimate rose. That's who Emily likes. And then finally, Aaron got the final rose. So Carl is gone. So which means Aaron might have been sent home. Is that? Yeah, that's what I was thinking originally because that's what. What else would Katie? do i guess maybe she threw to because she unless said she threw someone in there in the middle to yeah. make it seem like it was katie is pretty smart could see that, that yeah. happening but again maybe we're seeing the elimination new- process like the goodbye did you notice carl's exit oh yeah 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 it's and again it's just okay men say your goodbyes like beloved john who everyone loves i don't remember yeah. the other guys who were really eliminated but john like basically got a standing ovation when john, he walked out yes. he was a sweet he was just awesome. sweet boy. Yeah, no, I thought, again, I'll say this. My, I don't think anyone will get the reference. I did not murder him. I know where it's from. Only right? my friends are going to get it. It's from iRobot. The guy looks just oh. like iRobot. <laughs> so I can't help but see I, it. That's, Loki, that movie decent movie. scared the shit yeah, out of me. Smith, I kept thinking movie. anytime I had to go to the kitchen in the middle of the night to get a glass of water, there'd be a robot with a red yeah. glowing thing in the middle that's of his chest. That's a thing because Ooh. AI, listen, I, I'm a big believer in science and AI, but you cannot let that motherfucker get better than us because no. we are so fucked. Yeah, They're going to realize no, we're so inferior, even emotionally, they'll be superior to us not pretty good. quickly. I think. Um, but yeah, yeah, Carl. Carl nobody says goodbye to Carl. Like no. nobody's gonna say goodbye think, to Carl. I, mean, I get it. It's still a little raw deal. Why don't you just go? I, if it was me, I'd go up to him. Hey, man, sorry, it didn't work out. It seemed I wish. Yeah, it totally. He I wonder if he we, was not a Vicky. He was not but that bad. Groupthink, Kyle. Groupthink. Yeah, if you no, right. it get all in your system, and you almost like can you just send him home because of what you said? You kind of have to stand in solidarity with all yeah. the other men. You're like, yeah, I don't. And support like, yeah, fuck that this guy. And he becomes worse than he actually is because he gets villainized immediately by the group. Right. Yeah. Like, always got to have compassion. But in that scenario, it's, like, so easy to just be like, fuck you, get out. Right. Um, but he goes up, like, two feet in front of Katie. Doesn't say anything. Like, goes to say goodbye, but then turns around with his hands in his pockets, his back to her. Yeah. Looking at the men almost like, is anybody going to say bye to me? Yeah. And then, like, looks at her as he walks away it and then just awkward. says nothing. Yeah. And it's like... And in, in that moment, I think she even had the look as he finally left of like, thank God I yeah. made that choice because like, what the fuck was that? He didn't, yeah, he had again, no like coming up to her and saying like, this is so disappointing. I don't know. He, these guys are talking. This is not my intention. Not even saying like, please give me another chance. Like, come on. Like, obviously wrong reasons. And he couldn't, he just couldn't stand. He couldn't muster anything up no, to try to nothing. even work for it. Like, what kind of motivational speaker is say, this he guy? He did not help himself in his business Shoot, either. Shoot, man. What is he going to say now? Yeah, I'll come to my class. He'll probably, have a, pod- he'll probably have a podcast now. Maybe he'll make a paradise appearance <laughs> for oh, some drama. Yeah, you could see two girls on two different sides of the room. 
All right, I think Garrett Garrett, <laughs> Garrett the ghost got sent home. I believe we we yeah talked Garrett since, Garrett since the night one. I I, don't I think wanted to hear more from Garrett, and we never, never got anything. I've never seen someone who at least got one rose get less screen time than Garrett. Yeah, I think, and no. I've only this is only my fifth or sixth season, but I always feel for those men. Again, for all right, and then you think about these people Maybe watching not. at home, Carl watching at home, or or Garrett watching at home. Yeah. Who would you rather be? I think I might rather, I'd rather be Carl. Be Garrett. <laughs> I might rather be. I want some screen time. All press is good press. They got. They got. They just fucking like he didn't exist. Like he just never yeah. existed. Like a human being. You're right. And the the right answer is Garrett. Well, because but, then you have to be like, oh, I was on The Bachelor, and then like, I oh, really what season? Oh, I was on Casey. Really? 12, 13, like, 14, 14. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. You can't really use it. But I mean, either way, you can't use it because you don't want people walk, looking back and watching Carl's. You don't want looking. Yeah, back but people have had some like comeback arcs on Paradise well, that's if they're given a chance. Hope. That's what you hope, and you hope that he watches this and's like, Fuck, he might I get a pair. I could see him shit. getting a pair. He's not spot. ugly. He's definitely not ugly, and he's he's can talk. I guess I don't know what the Carl. If you were listening, the first half of this podcast is for you. Some therapy would work wonders. Yes, and also if you're watching us, look a little to the right because it's <laughs> probably not a focus for you. <laughs> All right. All right. Aww. So anyway, that was the rose ceremony. Um, again, there was no one else that was eliminated, really. I think it was just three. I think it was Garrett, Carl, and John. Kyle. Kyle. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. There was no like goodbye or anything like that. No. The, the, these first episodes, they really skirt past. Yeah, there's the no non, real uh, point. There's no important real point. Ones. Um, okay, so then they go to the date card, and the date card says, this "Love." Is so funny. Love is about honesty, and uh, I need. Dot, a, I need percent. Dot. <laughs> dot dot dot. What do they all say? All, they all repeat it. Dot dot dot. Did she say love, Katie? Did she say love? She Katie? Katie? She didn't say love, Katie. She didn't say love, Katie. <laughs> and then Connor B. Catman is in the has his own interview, and he was like. And Katie said, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> no love, Katie? Brutal. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But uh, they did. Somebody made an observation. They're like, we're noticing Katie sending home overly confident men. And so a lot of them are like starting to watch and take that in. Well, yeah, but Set it's... the precedent. But it's not real confidence, any of this. Like, there hasn't been a single that's guy who's over, actually... That's what I mean. They, I think they said overly confident, but it. meant, like, this, like, projecting of yes. confidence that's not really Which there. Which is, yeah, popular maybe in the 90s or early 2000s, so you're seeing a societal shift where that guy's, that guy's you know... No, kind of, we don't want him. people I'm around kind of blown blown up. So we know Katie means business if she didn't sign it, love Katie, yeah. and left it with a dot, dot, dot. Yeah, it's almost like you're getting in trouble. It's like when your parents say, we needed to talk after dinner, when your boyfriend says, I've got something to talk to you about when I get home. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly like that. Dot, 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 man. dot. There's no love, Katie, and that's a big thing. And again, but I like to say, you know, love is about honesty, and you know, it's simple, but it's Need also true. Tension, a very, rupture, repair moment. There was very little honesty in my early relationships, I would oh, say, yeah. between either both even. of us. So I think, yeah, I think I agree with the overarching theme that love is about honesty. So anyway, Katie starts the group date and mentions a friend is there to help her, which we already revealed in the first segment, is Nick Vial, who, again, I don't... I love him. You like him, right? Yeah, I think you mentioned that in the last one. I don't know him a ton. He seems chill and kind of cool You should rewatch funny. some old seasons yeah it's, it's, not a bad it's enjoyable Again, you can stream them have to too do when this isn't on because i can't even do it's any too much other, yeah i can't do any other reality <laughs> show at the, at the time but I, i'd be interested i think i actually did see nick's season that or might have Caitlin's been the first season bachelor season the, that you watched definitely that's the first season i watched through was caitlin's and nick showed up yeah she, he was an original yeah. contestant and they had sex and it was a big deal yep. because right before i remember that being like a big deal and me being like what is happening like, <laughs> two people that liked each other had sex but whatever that was before women were allowed to say that they have had sex on this franchise. Right. So, so Caitlyn was a groundbreaker. So he's pretty popular, though. He's got a big podcast. Big podcast, hot new girlfriend. 
Um, Do they read he dates young girls he online? He interviews celebrities. Like, he interviews yeah. some of your favorite comedians. Right, right, right. I've right, sent right. you some no, of the right. episodes, yeah, right? No, I've listened to one. He's pretty well known. I think him in like January, January Jones. Jones. <laughs> yeah, I think that's yes, what I heard Yes, that's about. so weird. He talked about, she talked about him on Dax's podcast. They might have went on a date they or did. something. They did, on a couple dates. Yeah. Which is... That makes me like, want to sign up for the bad That tomorrow. makes me love him even more. Right. It's like, holy shit. Did you watch, did you watch Mad Men? Oh, yeah. yeah was, I love January was, Jones. Really Her great. Instagram, she's funny. No, she's sweet, sweet natural lady. But anyway, back to Anyway, you. we have a truth circle about past relationships yeah. led by Nick. Nick Vial. Again, licensed therapist Nick yes. Vial. So we, we kind of talked about it last week and in, in early in the episode, just owning your vulnerability. Owning your, I these certain words. Mercury. I can't say mercury, and I can't say vulnerability. There's something about the you. In I it. had trouble with ambulance mercury. early in my life. I don't know if you remember that. Ambulance. I like wouldn't be able to say it. Like, amb- mercury. Uh, vulnerability is right off the bat. Vulnerability. I definitely remember in my early twenties and before I had a lot of things that I didn't want to own right off the bat, and probably would have been content never bringing them up again. Like never even. Let's not even ever explore that ever again. But nowadays. This date, like this group date, if I was on the show, it'd be perfect for me because like when I bring up my past things, you know, cheating on high school girlfriends or getting arrested for stupid teenage reasons, I get a little high because I know it's just so freeing. And I guess I know, I know that I've changed now and I've done the work. I think that helps a lot too, where I realize I'm happy with who I am and where I am. So it, it makes it a lot better. From my perspective too, like you got in so much trouble and like so many messages that that wasn't okay. Yeah. When, from a child development perspective, like you were just communicating some kind of right, something, right? right? Yeah. That it was coming out I'm in your behavior. School. Yeah. And it was very drilled in, I felt like, in our family, at least for me on the other side, where, you know, mom and dad would have a talk with you and I'd come up and you'd be like, thank God. Yeah. You don't cause any trouble, right? Which created a complex for me of yeah. being like, Oh, I got to be perfect. I got to not cause any problems. I got to get the grades, do the things, like do what's expected. It was very much like a punishment for a system too, where it's like, okay, two weeks you're grounded, but we're not going to talk about it or anything. Yeah, it's just like punishment, not really like, wait, what's going on, Kyle? What's going on? And and that's not fair either. They 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 definitely did that. I think they definitely did that. They tried their best. It's hard. Especially with freaking teen. I'm not saying anything bad. It's impossible to not miss something as a parent or yeah. like you know you it's got just your own life going on crazy. too it's not fair to put all that on somebody. but even like it's not just i'm in it it's not just mom and dad it was you know family yeah. and friends. school and friends, teachers parents. Yep. principals friends parents yeah everything it was just always like oh my gosh you right. know yeah well, and now there's always... acceptance around right. it right like you have this ability to accept it well it's also there was never any murdering of anyone or no assaulting. it wasn't even that it was bad always just but very, it was made to be like <gasps> right it was all because again you hear kyle got arrested but it's like for you know for what for you know, we don't have to get into that yeah, yeah always, we're really going there we're like Ugh. always it, just, it would take a long time to explain i guess I'm saying, <laughs> she wasn't you know she was not who i thought she was no just kidding. <laughs> nothing that is now i have people who are trying to get to know me listening to this and they're gonna be like what but i'll Ooh. probably cut it all out Here we so are. anyway Around the circle, they see who wants to go first. I don't actually. I don't know if they just told Hunter to go first, but Hunter had a good episode. And he well, was, Nick Vile, there's like a silent. He just goes, Hunter. Okay. What do nice, you got? Good idea. That's a good job. <laughs> or like, out of what's going on? <laughs> yeah, and then Hunter goes first, and he opens up about his ex-wife and his two kids, and the fatal American nightmare where he got onto the career path and it ruined his marriage. Just the way, like we care more about our work than love in America will never cease to make me upset. But Hunter really hits the waterworks again it seems like we shifted overnight from like 
men don't cry and can't cry. Like everybody cries immediately at the drop of a hat. It just happens so quick. Yeah. Don't you think so? No, I mean, I think the stage was set. Sometimes that's what it takes is like the, what we call like the container. If the container right. feels safe enough and like enough people are willing, I think Hunter set the tone yeah, too, you know, like Good point. to, and then to see Katie gets super emotional and real and she's super open. It's so, so funny. Cause I believe all these things you heard what I said to say in the beginning of the podcast, but my wrist, my original thing to Hunter was like, all right, calm down, buddy. My first reaction oh. was like, relax, dude. And, and well, it's, it's intense. Wrong. No, I mean, that's our brain's first reaction to emotion is and, like, but, stop. But, but, <laughs> I mean, and I guess it's too, my brain is, is, uh, intellectualizing you've known this woman for you're on national tv like the, all these things are coming to my head like this can't be 100 percent real you're all these things are set up for you to be fake are you doing this uh, you know to try to just fit in but you look at him there's a real fucking tears that are happening yeah. he's not a fucking crazy dude it's a good thing well i think he's really been through it and like that does show yeah. a and certain was, level of work and go, connection he was willing to because some of the other men weren't you know they were talking and it wasn't that big of a deal i mean and that's okay. Maybe they didn't go through something as intense as a failed marriage with yeah. kids. Maybe if Hunter wasn't first and maybe ooh. they put that one first. Well, that's the, the thing. Like, you don't know what they cut out in terms of the awkwardness and the, like, the... But, but he was great. He was willing to be open about the whole thing. I thought it was awesome. Hunter scored some points, I think. Mm-hmm. They moved to Aaron. He opens up uh, his dad. <laughs> I'm a dad a struck. And they found a girl whose whose dad also had, or I don't know if it was she, he didn't say exactly what it was, but also had trauma at the same time, and said that their relationship was almost exclusively trauma bonding. Yeah, and then it became more like obligation yeah. to stay together because we've been through that. some heavy shit together. Deep but for Aaron to have, I think so that was good. You know, I liked what Aaron had to yeah, say. I, I was, I'm, I'm, I think I'm. I'm he just lo- he looks Aaron. always looks confused. Yeah. Always what? looks like. <laughs> Like, like, he, like upset, like, like upset he that he's convinced, <laughs> <laughs> like confused and upset. But that's just like his face. That's his, yeah. That's and he has a little trouble getting his thoughts out fully. But yeah. you know, I'm I love. Aaron. I'm, I'm a I fan. Think, yeah, I think he's a perfect. I would like paradise. to hang out with him. I think he'd be Me fun. Too. Yeah, he lives in San Diego. We'll hit him up too. Him All and right. Sarah Trot. We'll get them together. Oh shit! All right. Then uh, David echoed the first one in choosing his like career over a relationship yep. and it, it's a different argument than already having a marriage though like hunter did right yep. because yep. less all, commitment although love is more important than career like self-love is encompassed in, in that so we don't like we don't know the situation so especially when you're young i can see that being a very difficult decision okay this woman wants to settle down have a family i can't do that right now because of my career i'm young that's a different thing than already getting married and then going on which is what sound hunter Sounded like he got on the on the path of career and just uh, didn't want to even think about his, his marriage. And that's why it got ruined. So it's very different things, although the same kind of. Okay. But, okay. So Courtney <laughs> implying, I think he implied that he either got cheated on or he got lied to. He was like, she did something where it's a mistake she that broke, broke trust. trust. Yeah, which is obviously we know all about that. And we got, again, we go to the spot. It's like, it's a TV show. And again, you're loving the brain episode, reminder. But you have to feel some sort of pressure to open up right there and that's not fair totally and like the show is not fair is what i'm trying to say yeah i mean i think lately like we have mentioned the seasons have been more about vulnerability right off the bat like this is what we signed up for we can't get there it's such a short amount of time unless you open up open up open up which on the bachelor yeah that is kind of an expectation now of like if i can't connect with this person in the short amount of time that i have with them i get one one one-on-one well like you said share time with these people like 
Sometimes that is the thing that connects people right. is being vulnerable. Oh, it's almost always the thing that connects people, but it all, I'm but I guess that happen, has to happen at the right time. It has to happen at the right, right time. Timing. And like yeah. there has to be acknowledgement kind of like that guy with Claire where, yeah, you could totally be vulnerable and I can be rejected reject you anyway, at any point by anybody, yeah. not just the lead, but the guys. Like, like you said, it's a so high much. powered, fast relationship intensive. It's yeah. just like yeah. going through this regular, what would maybe take two years through two months. And so that's where it's not fair, but now you know what you're signing up for. So that's kind of what's on going you. on here in the uh, window of ABC Family, is that <laughs> whatever network it's on or whatever. Um, and of course, I wanted to hear like all of these. I wanted to hear every single guy's story and break them down because that's what Love in the Brain is all about. But they don't show us 100% of it, but they do go to Thomas. And he doesn't really talk about traumas. He just uses that this beautiful smile. This is where smile. red fucking flags and are he coming says, up. he says, yeah, like, I came here because of the platform. I don't really know you. And I giggled a bit. And I did, I have to say for Thomas, I realized this is one of the more genuine things someone said. Oh, I can't. Yeah. The initial was just like the reaction, at least, you know, through Kyle Quayle's eyes. Like, that's exactly what I'd be thinking when I go on the show, even though, you the know. The problem might... with what he's doing, he's not, he's the only person who's brave enough to say, yeah, I've considered that if this doesn't work out, hey, at least I'll get and some like, kind of I platform no out of this. I no idea you fucking are, Katie. I, all these guys, I, yeah. every single season they I come on, for I'm in love with you yeah. within a week. I'm like, no, you're not. No. And then, so in a way, this is like, oh, I've met you, he says. And now I think you're awesome. And yeah. so in that way, I'm like, my first reaction, again, I'm writing these notes down as I'm watching it. I'm like, okay, this guy seems like literally the most genuine person because he just said that. He just said that. He had the balls to say that. And in Kyle Quayle's mind, which everything is a reflection of yourself, I'm thinking like that's exactly what I would want to do and, and be able to be like, hey, listen, I had no idea who the fuck you were. I'm not in love with you. I think you're really awesome right now. We've made a connection. But as the show went on, this, some other things started Yes, to this was like our first glimpse. And what I noticed right off the bat, which only enhanced as the night portion went on, was he was saying things like, oh, yeah, I have red flags. And then, but everything yeah. happens for a reason. I'm here. And like he turns on the charm. Politics. He drops the it bomb and the truth. And then he like brings on the charm and he drops the truth. And then it's like, it washes over. So you like almost like, you know, you didn't see anything. Yeah, like, absolutely. Kind of and you could tell with his face and that smile, he's probably worked a hundred times. Like, it's probably worked for him for his whole oh life. Oh my gosh. Right? That, his with, ease, with ease. Easy money. Yeah. So, so you can't blame him because he doesn't have yeah, the tools in the toolbox he, either. I just wrote that he was very disingenuous in comparison to the other men and how they were sharing that I was like, mm, we'll have to see how this goes. No, you're right. And it, it seemed like a, a, immediately Aaron and everybody were so pissed off. Like immediately the <laughs> well, edit was just so thing, mad. Yeah. Aaron but, just needs somebody to be mad at. Yeah, yeah. Aaron's a whole He's probably in Aries. He's definitely gone soon. But uh, I, I want to see him on Paradise. I'll say that again. Oh, yeah. So then I guess they got, actually, he wasn't the last one, Thomas. They got to Ken, uh, Connor. Connor B. Yeah, he Cat was Man. like. Ooh, I was really nervous. I, I was nervous. He's like, "This I, is a story where I'm I had that bad written down." Guy. He said, I'm, and he's like, "He's like, but he's also so I, innocent." I wanted to I was say like, it when we were really alone. Uh, he says, "I'm thinking uh, in, in my, myself." I'm thinking, "I'm like, oh my god, I'm really excited to hear what this is yeah, about to be." And he's yeah, he like, really did it. He's like, I, he, "This just sounds really juicy." And he, he goes, "He's like, I right, was a musician. He built I it. I started to acquire a drinking problem. You know, as working musicians, I'm pretty sure half of them, if not more, all have that. So I'm like, okay, what is it? What is it? <laughs> what so does I'm he like, do? DUI, domestic violence. He murdered his wife. Like, what's gonna yeah, happen? I really. And thought. then he goes, he went to a party and I cheated on my girlfriend. Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> yes, like, yes, it's terrible, but come on, cheated. Oh, Everybody's but like you could tell his moral compass and like where he's at now he's so upset See, you're so much more trusting than me because my initial is like he's playing this up oh because no the trauma i think he's circle so sweet 
that I'm not saying he's not sweet. I'm just saying I'm thinking, he's got an innocence about him. You want to be the most wounded at this date is my thing. I'm not saying you're doing that consciously. I'm just saying you want to come off as the most wounded. It, it to score felt points more. I haven't felt like any kind of games with him yet. It felt more like not, he's somebody who holds a lot of shame and guilt. Okay. Like think about the way that he was like, oh, I really need to redo our first kiss. It True. just wasn't good. Like, I think he holds on to what he does like really intensely. Yeah. Probably because of that time in his life and the work that he did to be no, like, I'm not, he's okay. like, I try to make amends. I can't take apart the, but it, the intensity the most of it was, it was probably more intense than it needed to be. Yes. Yeah. I guess again, you're, when you're in that zone, our, yeah. Our, when you're in that zone of group therapy, everything feels more intense. Yeah. Which is, again, it seemed great for all of them. They all were able to air their grievances and, and feel And good. to tell a girl you're, you're trying, you're about to date, like nobody else said that they have cheated and to be the one that's like, I yeah. cheated is like a huge thing. Yeah. No, you're right. It's, it's, it's definitely not He's sm- so cute. He looks matter. like a little mouse. He's cute. <laughs> um, all right. Then Katie goes like she should and she drops the big like non-consensual bomb. And this is, of course, very uncomfortable and complicated and unfortunately far too common. Um, yep. But she says her relationship with sex was impacted by this. Yep. Of course. I mean, at first hating sex, she says, and not being into it. And then you can argue, you know, bringing a dildo on night one to The Bachelor is a bit of a overcompensation maybe. Or, or just like a kind of like a, you know, it's like after getting over something, you're like, oh, this is how after maybe she had this problem with sex for so long and then she got over it. She's like, ah, now I'm like on the I other side. I think a big, a big part of it is a, there's a like reclaiming of your like sexual Power, empowerment yeah. that happens when you do go through something like that, that you like, if you're able to get back to a sexual place after not being able to the, it just feels so Power. much more genuine yeah. and like less taboo that you're so much more comfortable because you kind of went to the taboo, which is unfortunately like, that you weren't having sex and you didn't want to and mm-hmm. you had lower drive that can be really shaming and a lot of taboo so when you heal and get that back and are comfortable it's like oh thank god yeah, you know and like you, and then it becomes a big part of you yeah and it can be like now i want to talk about this and Which this is, is where you know sex positive and like the word you know doesn't just mean oh i love talking about sex and i love sex it means no matter if you're asexual our sexual, whatever you are yeah. on the spectrum is totally accepted and valid. So I was so glad that she talked about like, it's okay to not want to have sex and nobody should ever be pressured into that. It should never be, you know, a guilt trip. Yeah. If you no have, if what, you're if you not, like if you had had too much sex, if you haven't yeah. had, there should never Again, be no any judgment. kind of uh, unhealthy relationship with the conversation around sex. And this also just brought this main point up for me, where it's like anyone, including us, we judge these guys off of two or three actions we see on TV. It's just so it's just so anti-intellectual to to look at someone. We would have no idea Katie went through that. So to judge someone's character. And yeah, it's fun to analyze and look upon. And we'll say this once a season too, at least. But it's just humans are so complex and nuanced. And the reasons we have for making decisions or for what makes us who we are are so nuanced and you know we have fun and we judge people in the show but you just you, you don't have any clue what someone's been through or what, what you know everyone has has probably been through something and it's just remembered to reminding yourself that and and just accepting yep yeah but uh like katie says and we say when the truth is out uh that you've been holding on to for so long you feel free and uplifted yeah. And high yeah, and amazing so Again, quick love in the brain. Last advice to not hide anything, no matter how <laughs> shitty it is. Tell somebody. Normalize, normalize the struggle, you said last year, which I love to say to people now, too. Yep. 
And again, this is the trauma episode of this because we're back from commercial and Michael A., which just doesn't get any less dramatic. I um, forgot he wasn't on the date. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was on the date. He was like talking to these men. Right. The, the uh, It's come on uh, to the bachelorette. He's come on and he admits, it, this is like in between the date and the night portion. He admits uh, just casually at the house that his wife of 16 years and the mother of his child died of breast cancer. And his next date is literally on The Bachelor, which is just Holy pretty shit. wild. And that's crazy. Dude, that was 2019. Yeah. And that's it's so soon, so long ago at the same time. Two-year-old son so different. when mom it's, dies. It's, it's big. And then we'll get back to that. But after yeah. that bomb is dropped, we had the back to the night portion. And they all do like a little, like, again, post-coital. I said before, that <laughs> they all looked very just like they just had sex. Yeah. It just feels good to share that truth. And that's why, again, therapy feels so good. Got the glow. So I'm hoping the, the vibe continues throughout this night portion of the date. Justin, uh, the artist, talks with her first. Only he was 26 very, years old. Yeah, he was very formal, very serious, like a little bit uncomfortable maybe. Like, oh, so Sure, after all that. Quite intense, We you didn't know? hear what he had to say. And Kate, Katie's so good at like loosening people she's up. Just she's so good at like taking like what was probably his nerves and being like, well, you know, like and being so personable yeah, and real. I can't, I can't tell you how much Katie's stock was already high, but yep. <laughs> after that, she's really killing And Connor B was the only one that we saw that acknowledged what she shared because it's really uncomfortable, right? Yeah, when a woman shares, I've been like assaulted and all of that like that's really intense to like yeah. especially to a group of men mm-hmm. and for him you know you're right the, it's he's the only one that they showed to say like thank you so much for sharing like that must have been so challenging i'm sorry that happened to you and it, that means so much okay yes it's definitely true let's get a, a tiny shallow for a little bit in the balance but, of love on the brain yeah Are you ready for this okay all right so cat boy is like you said talking to her and and she calls him after this she's she called him a catch you remember that yeah, and he almost biologically, like physically, <laughs> like breaks down. Like I thought he was just gonna. He was like his like that's the main goal of his essence. He's gonna evaporate into the sky. It's everything his goals have been. But what I want to talk about is like my type, and I've said what I like on here. But there's nothing more attractive to me than someone who's really attracted to me. I've bonded with other male friends about this, like the stupid number system bullshit. But it's like if there's a girl who's a seven and she's like, oh, my God, Kyle, you're like the hottest dude ever or such a catch. They become a nine. Women are very used to that. They're very used to guys complimenting the physical. Yeah, we want guys who are jerks (laughs) because of it. We want what's different. (laughs) We're just not used to this. We're not used to it. So but it happens so infrequently that it just feels jarring and amazing like one time we were in red robin in high school with my friends and some girl gets up from her table comes over to me and says i just had to tell you you were all you know we were all talking you're just really hot that's all she said i've been sailing on that compliment yeah man that will really it's get been 15 years i still think about this girl <laughs> from time to time i was like the first of all the Thanks, confidence girl. to do that second of all i've been struggling with myself i did it for five years i have no idea it's <laughs> <laughs> like, like you have no idea how much i want someone to say that uh, so, well yeah but i will say like I think in that moment for me, I saw the first instance of he likes her more. Like she's talking him up right now because he's. I think he's a bit insecure. Thousand percent. And she's letting him. You're a catch. Like I need to let you know that. And the kiss, like it seemed more like friendship to me. I, I've thought I've thought that since the okay. second episode. Which, even maybe the this first. is the first time where I was like, I don't think it's gonna be him. He just doesn't. Again, there's that whole. I mean, I might get in trouble for this. There's that whole thing where they studied women and they asked him, okay, do you like a. a 
a guy who's vulnerable or non-vulnerable and like 100% said vulnerable and then they had them actually be vulnerable and they always chose the guy who wasn't vulnerable as either. so it's like yes your brain wants this and I think every single person is different I have to say that no matter what and every single human being women man uh, any kind of you know gender you want you have a different thing of what you want but basically I think for women especially that I go after suppose suppose there could be two types of men one that's vulnerable all the time and then proves to you that he's also a little masculine or there's the masculine men all the time who proves to you that he's a little vulnerable Mm -hmm. i think choice two is the guy is the guy for most women that i like heterosexual (laughs) no thoughts or feelings no, I feel like most guys I've dated, they appear really, really masculine and that's what I am attracted to. And then I recognize or as I get to know them, I'm like, oh, my gosh, these are just like sensitive. Yeah. And that's really more, I'm saying sensitive that's more attractive men. And it's such an asset. And I would be lying if I didn't say, you know, OK, well. But also, like, you need to be the backbone or, like, there needs to be, like you said, balance. balance like it. it's some Because sometimes I feel like, and I don't feel this way for all the people I've dated, like, sometimes I become the first person they've ever been able to be vulnerable with. Yeah. And so I get the vulnerable part of them yeah, the, over, all, like, all the, the time. Yeah, over, all the years of them. <laughs> and then they're, like, different and, like, like, fun and lighthearted and, like super masculine in other arenas and then they come home to me and it's like oh but like where'd the other part go like i want both yeah i'll say that i love um like i've said this amy adams in the in the fighter is my perfect one because she's so strong and so tough but then she shows her big so i'm like a woman i'm like i'm like in this scenario i'm the woman who wants my man to be the backbone and be and be and be masculine but then then, hey in our in our darkest moments you show me hey no you're you can have all these feelings masculinity femininity is balanced a spectrum we all have parts i have masculine traits and feminine traits we got to own them all yeah all right good talk so then, all right. So after Catboy, it was Thomas. Got, Kate came along with her again. We'll go back to Thomas. I put episode. so many red flags. Right. She tries to get him. This is where I really turned on my first initial opinion because she tries to give him to give her the real dirt. Right. She tries to like, okay, I know it was probably really hard to open up, which is great. It's like it's probably and that would be okay if he went there. Yep. And it's just more political talk, more politician. Ooh. He's trying to get. He's trying to win the Democratic vote, and she calls it out because she's so smart and just so great. Yes. And, and she's not falling for the Gaston charm that, that many women have probably fallen for. And instead of like the Katie kiss, he he gets a to be determined, which at that point Lovely. was a big deal, yep. which is a big deal. Because Keep him scared. Obviously, he's not opening up. And I here's the thought that I had to myself. What if he is just one of those one in a billion that has literally it's uh, everything has been boring or smooth in his life? Like he's never he doesn't have a cheated story. He doesn't have a domestic violence issue. It's it's possible. Don't tell me it's not possible. He's literally just had the most boring <laughs> sure, life in Kyle, history. Sure, Kyle. It's totally possible. Thank you. This man. You think he's hit women? Is before? bathed in privilege, <laughs> and there's no way, whether he's aware of it or not, he might genuinely have no idea well, that he's done anything. That's more my. It literally has never entered his conscience. It's like I've never, you know, I'm sure I've maybe done this and that. Like people have told him that, but yeah, he yeah. doesn't believe it. Yes. He doesn't believe that's the he's most done anything wrong, and that's why it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> right, and that's that's the, he's and probably it's his never. Eyes, it's just he's never scary. confronted it, and he's, he's never, big. Ooh. Yeah, but again, but this she, is also unfair too because there's totally a possibility that the editing is just making yeah, all oh, this seem like a- absolutely <laughs> definitely because he has. 
out of everybody been honest about that initial fact literally in the house which could also be a ploy to to get away with some shit too oh God, now that i'm so thinking hard. about it Manipu- this is See, why this, this is so what happens tough. if you think and if also, you can't tell either way you're being manipulated i don't but you can't say that 100 percent either which makes it so difficult you 75 percent you're manipulated i'll, I'll gladly i'll <laughs> gladly take 75 i would have I probably want 80 if you want 80. <laughs> okay <great. laughs> but, um yeah but he's rattled at this point um, yeah after she rejects him kind of and he's pacing around Ugh, and aaron's Ar- talking poor aaron he's man. trying to be vulnerable and, and he just got his train of thought yeah he just took him 35 minutes it took him a long time and and then and then, and then thomas finally interrupts their Lurking conversation in the fucking shadows and he just again he just says the same thing which is a power move for you to be moving around like that you know they're there and you're just like stalking your prey almost but not making eye contact it's It's gross yeah and and he doesn't know he's inside he's probably really nervous and trying to figure out but then honest i think he gets her thomas does yeah i think like even though there's red flags and he's just like oh he gets her i thought you meant like he understands her i I know what you mean now talking about this energy and she's like well i love your passion and she's seeing the eyes energy like it works on me it works on me it works on if the girl did the same exact thing yeah who am i i definitely (laughs) it's early on she doesn't know she doesn't have to send him home no you're right right, anything terrible she's got moments to suss yeah and i again he's just not grasping the concept though that Katie wants him to grasp. I don't. Th- I literally don't think he. He understands. Gets. I don't think he or he does. If he is, he's definitely a psychopath. If he understands. Yeah. Maybe he. Yeah. Yeah. But then he got the Katie kiss. I, I wrote down he got it was a legit Katie kiss where she went yep. kind of crazy on him. So again, it may have just worked again. But he's not going to be able to keep this up for a long no. time. Again, he's early on, so he might be okay. But a couple guys don't get any time, and and that sucks. Uh, but we go to the and Thomas gets. Two times, which is always that's a thing people about. get mad about, yeah, which is every the season. fucking game. Yeah, like, it's the, it's the whole point. Yeah, Don't blame the person the for person. twice. Blame yourself for not but going like, for at it. At that point, too, what is he supposed to do? Physically bar Thomas? You can't do much except get No, like, you like, you give him a minute, and then you come up and be like, bro, I haven't had time, yeah. so it, you can talk that's to her point. later. If you if you know Thomas is there, then you go as yeah. soon as you know Yeah, I don't know what the situation, like, how far they are. I don't know what's going on, really. But yeah, I do. I really want to be like a contestant just to see the inside workings. Right. I, I would love to just be a fly on the wall. Yeah. I, again, I'm endlessly curious and fascinated by all this stuff. So that's why we watch. That's why we continue to watch Breakdown. Okay. But anyway, so we go to the one-on-one reveal and Michael A., the grandfather of current emotional trauma um, for his, for this trauma-based episode, gets the date to uh, top off this yep. big story of an episode. But before that, of course, Thomas is going to get grilled by the peanut gallery. And this happens every season. And you, I was going to ask you where you fall on the subject, but you kind of just said it. It's like, it is the game. You have to, if you, if you see Thomas come up there and strong arm somebody, you have to go and do the same thing to him. Yeah. Which again, it's just an different. easy scapegoat to get that. It's no real yeah. problem well, in my opinion. Katie gave out the date rose and I wasn't sure. I thought it was going to go to Thomas, yeah, but really it went to Connor sure. B. I, I didn't think Thomas because she was still a little weird to that. But I thought True. there was a couple I thought I was like, maybe Aaron. She's like, seems to trust him weirdly. And he was got his time cut short. So maybe him. But Connor B got it, and, and that made the second most sense to me. Nice little kitty. Nice <laughs> little kitty cat. Little kitty rat. And again, back to more Thomas grilling, and I'm like, Aaron starts really grilling him. And I'm like, dude, chill out. Again, my, I'm rooting Trey, for him. So I'm Trey, like, don't get involved. Again, to all of them, just trust Katie. I know it's hard. I know it's really hard in the moment because she doesn't know the things you know. But you have to trust her. She can make her own decision on herself. And she can, because. But uh, now he's been empowered by her to like guess, be yeah. the sneak or like be the eyes and ears and tell her. So Thomas? No, I'm talking about Thomas. Aaron. 
No, Aaron is, but I'm saying, but I'm saying. Oh, you said Tom. Oh, Sorry. I know what you're saying, but we're talking two different things. Yeah, no, Aaron for being. The, you're right. She kind of gave him the uh, car blanche to be the kind of guy who, who who calls other guys out, but that's not gonna it's not gonna do any good in the long run. But it's hard to think in the moment. Anyway, now onto the one on one with Michael and Katie opens up by flipping her buggy, which was funny. Yeah. And then a nice little uh, tumbleweed shot, which I think I've told you this story, my tumbleweed story. Maybe maybe it's interesting. It's not interesting. I think so. They're just driving across country, which is I, I, another thing I recommend everyone to do. It was so much fun. Even by myself, I drove all the way from Jersey to California, stopped in a bunch of cool places. But you get a little loopy, right? You get a little kind of like you're driving and it's kind of all going past. I think I was stopping at casinos and drinking and stuff too, so that didn't help. Oh. And I was like like loopy and one day I'm in the Kansas. You're on the fucking road for 14 hours, the same road, nothing around you. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, man, I need something exciting to happen. And I see this little tumbleweed out of the corner of my eye. And I see, I've never, I didn't even know it was a real thing. I thought it was a myth from my childhood <laughs> cartoons. And I see it and I'm looking at it. I'm going bump, bump, bump my car hits it boom it explodes right in front of my car and I start like celebrating like, yeah like fuck yeah that was awesome that was the coolest thing I've ever seen it's like I'm in Kansas what people do in Kansas but anyway bust up saw, tumbleweed we saw a bunch of tumbleweed yeah there's some the, they're real it was the one crazy like, like it. kind of knocked into the buggy as they even met up Michael and yeah and he was like oh I'm just being followed kind of it was cute it. yeah so Michael hasn't had any time and we just found out about his dead wife. And I think I liked his initial vibe on this date a little more than I kind of criticized him earlier. I need to be honest. Goofy. Not your type. Right. Because I'm we're not worth holding truth. I really zoned out for most of this date. Wow. We reverse roles. Yeah. Usually I zone out. On I the zoned date. I was, out. I was hyper. I, was, I think I was so. Hyped. I watched it this morning and I think I hit the, mo- the moment in my coffee high where I want to oh, do yeah. a <laughs> thousand things at once. <laughs> yeah. And I think I was, I think I was multitasking, um, too much and was like, uh, kind of listening and taking notes, but like not really caring. And I, I apologize, Michael, because you deserve time. Yeah. I thought it was a great date, but I, I I paid attention more than nighttime. I I love what you said about the caffeine though, because that happens to me. There's times where I'm like, I love coffee so much. And there's that peak high that I get every morning. I have not. Oh yeah. I have not upped. Everyone says you always need more. I don't need more. Two cups. One cup for me. Two cups for me. And I'm I'm, on the transition from cup one to cup two. I'm like, maybe I should try to be a quarterback. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All these crazy thoughts. I have insane thoughts too. Impulsive behaviors. After that first cup of coffee. But (laughs) anyway, so he says that, um, most people, the line that he, <laughs> the, 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 the line that he says is most people say this ends in an engagement, but he says it starts with an engagement. And I thought that was a good comment. I thought that was good. Katie really loved it too. I I, I think it was a good I was, was kind of like, what does that even mean? Well, it's because the relationship, this is all bullshit. They're at the house and you can figure kind of someone out. Oh, like I hear what you're saying. It process. starts with an engagement and then we work backwards. Yeah, the relationship oh, okay, starts okay, okay. with an engagement. I was trying you, to do like a metaphor or something, but I know, I he was it, literally... It wasn't that deep. Yeah, it was simple, but it, I thought Again, it was really coffee good. brain was like, the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, Get an apartment. <laughs> he asked for the kiss. He asked for the consent kiss and he gets an absolutely, which is oh, like the best thing Katie could say probably. Boy. And I think that's, again, that's a good sign for him. He got a Katie kiss thrown in. They showed some different. Again, this is half of the season has been montages of Katie making. Out I liked the way he kissed. It was slow, and then it, he let it naturally build yeah. rather than the. Yeah, just right into Connor. it. Connor. Yeah, totally. The, then they're thrown back to the house, and it's just more Thomas hate. Which again, I get it. He's kind of a dick, but relax. I think that was my overarching theme: was you guys got to let this play out for itself. Just you don't want to get involved. It's really hard. And I'm looking at all the quiet ones, Greg. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Like, oh, they're they're, they're good. That's how Rachel go, yeah. was last season. She didn't exactly. get involved in it. That's what made it. me learn and how to how to see it this way. But the formula 
is, is right on track because that's what happens in The Bachelor. And we go to the night date and we're all waiting for Mike to drop his bomb. He hasn't told her yet. And he told the other couple of other guys in the house and he goes into his narrative. And I'm like, again, my first instinct was like, he's really cute. He's courage, this grace, humor. Again, he's talking about his dead wife and he's talking about their hair falling out again courage grace humor through the whole process so for us obviously this felt for me very familiar very similar situation happened with our mom where she went through chemo and was graceful and humor through the whole thing and you never actually thought she was gonna pass like i never i don't know about you i immediately thought that's how it was gonna end because of Reeves' mom no no no, you're right my friend's mom had cancer and died so when we were told my first thought was like oh this could end in her dying interesting we had totally opposite i was like she's a super human there's no way this can happen to to her there's just no way she's and i was like home all the time like that was a point in my life where like i didn't really hang out with friends and you were pretty busy yeah at that time hanging out with people and so like i was watching everything taking it in and being like this this is that's a lot good it makes a lot more sense yeah that, that would be but it's definitely brought up something for me i think for me more now that i'm getting closer to like and you know wanting children and working with children like this is a you know the four-year-old i'm thinking the four-year-old at home i'm like oh my gosh bring him in for play therapy because it's so traumatic and there's nothing and that's life so heartbreaking there's nothing you can do so you just have to deal with it the best you can I thought his speech was very touching. Oh, he's he's amazing. It's, it's I really been, like him. It's only been two years, so it's so fresh. But on a good timeline, I guess, to meet someone else. And I don't know. Again, I can't judge going on The Bachelor. It's, my initial is like, okay, what are you doing? But I, it's not me. I can't judge. He, he just seems adorable. Yeah. I couldn't help but think about Katie at this point, though, too. She's like... She's in these, you know, quotation marks, relationships with guys. And all these guys today... She's holding all these traumas. Because I know you're yeah. in a relationship. She's gonna be she's gonna burn out quick. With, with all my relationships, I wanna know it all. I wanna I wanna take on your trauma. I wanna care for you about it, but that's one person. Yeah. And so if you're holding it for all these people, if you wanna do it the right way, I couldn't do it with two people, let alone ten or twenty. It's the work of a therapist. That's yeah, but that's at least again at that point, it's not. But you're paid to do it. You have to do. You have a job to do. It's different. You're you're late. I hope your relationship with your clients is different than your one with Max. Oh yeah. So then it's just a different kind of very different boundaries. But like you're right. I think this is why they get so exhausted. It's intense. The intensive, right? It's intense. Yeah, and especially for Katie after this date and after this huge. I can't remember again. Maybe this is because of uh, acclimating it to me. But this is the craziest thing anyone's ever said no one's come on the bachelor and been like hey i lost my wife cancer two years ago um there is a girl a actually on nick's season nick Vial's season whose um fiance killed himself oh yeah that's and that's she right found and she found him that might be that might be so yeah, it's pretty bad pair, but yeah that's pretty bad <laughs> so, <laughs> so r.i.p so okay so then wait danielle maltby who was dating paul calafiore or whatever mm. that paulie that she, he cheated on her with Kara. It comes for a full circle. I, I I didn't know she was on The Bachelor. Yep. Then that, that makes she was a little bland. bit of sense. Um, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so, again, she definitely likes him a lot more after all of this. I thought. Oh, so much more connected. And I love she was like, I'm overwhelmed with his pain, but excited at just the way he talks about love and yeah. that. And Which he was I so great. He way. was like, and she acknowledged, she was like, I'm not going to be able to take Laura's place or whatever. I think right. her name was Laura, but like, and he was like, no, but we'll create our own thing. He like, killed it. Oh I thought he said God. all the right it things. Was beautiful. I think she really started to see like, yeah. this is a mature, like sensitive. This is kind man. of what I'm looking for. Yeah. 
you might not be have everything else that I want, but oh, there's some potential here. And then they go out. You to got the hotter roof. for me. Yeah, me too. And they go out to the roof and they look at the beautiful stars. stars. And I was in. I think some I mentioned it. Sexy before. banter. I was in New Mexico a couple like two months ago, and there was this. We were in like this uh, really empty kind of land, and the stars were as good as I've seen mm-hmm. in a long time. And Australia in too. will never top. I don't think. Yeah, usually, yeah. That would even the pictures. The outback of Australia. It was insane. It's just light pollution. Oh my god! Yeah, there's no lights, lights around for miles. There's probably a hole in the ozone over there, so there's no yeah. <laughs> there's no pollution messing it up either. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, New Mexico. If you have never been, yeah, I would say check it out. I think it's pretty cool. Great spot. Great spot for a date and for the end of the mm-hmm. date. I thought that was really beautiful. Yeah, it was a really nice way to end. All right. Lastly, it didn't end there, unfortunately. Nope, Aaron, nope, nope. <laughs> Aaron calls out Carl for being dumb. I think he's mentioning someone is like Carl. Carl yeah, he goes. Carl was really dumb. But Thomas is like really smart is kind of what he was saying. Ooh, so you Aaron, hot takes. <laughs> so, so again, kicking Carl while he's down. But uh, it's to explain his Aaron's point Aaron's like on that Thomas. fun friend who like is so down to gossip. And I love guys <laughs> who love to gossip like yeah, that. I, was, I love like, to gossip. I'm not going to hide no, it No, I think anymore. that's some Gemini energy in me too. Where, oh. And I was thinking about this. I, lo- I love hearing. Again, it's like the they curiosity. get a little hush like, oh, it's the curiosity. What do you think? Do you think See, I don't, like, I don't like the hush. I would not. I would maintain that I would never say something someone behind someone's back that I wouldn't say to their face. I think that's really wrong. You should be able to say it to their face as opposed to just gossiping and then getting hushed. That that feels bad to me. No, it's definitely not a positive <laughs> attribute, but I can't right. I can't say that I don't enjoy that. Right, right, right. I, I see my thing is just curiosity. Which is probably I'm so, why I'm so insecure that when I leave a room everybody's like Do you do you feel that way about Sometimes, yeah. That's interesting. I guess I've and always so, like known I anticipate it's that so. and I'm like, wait, this is because I do that. Yeah. Like I'm just projecting every, what I do onto basic. other people. Young I was like, psychology. so maybe I need to do it less. And so I've been trying. But or just I've, do it to you know, openly. And that's just, why I know, gossip about, about the bachelor. Yeah, you get Instead. your gossip. You get I get your my fix. Gossiping rocks off. But yeah, go ahead. They're all so, gunning for Thomas, especially Aaron. Yeah, and, and again, then the I'm like, guys, my instinct is like, guys, focus about you, focus on you. I'm just trying to bump the I just up. like love watching people, especially men. I don't know why. It's just like maybe it's less commonplace. Like the men that I've known just like don't want to be not involved in anything. Yeah, not around not you. Not around me. Is, yeah, but maybe around go- the other guys. But Hunter is. is so cute. He was like. I'm, I'm at the point where I'm done being kind and I'm ready to call him out. Yeah, which is just like, it's like this thing. And he did. He did it in a really good way, too. I, all right. So here's my other question, though. Do you think they're threatened by Thomas's looks at all? Well, the only reason they're attacking this man is because he's, he's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, he's a threat. And that happens with women all the time. Ugh, no one's so attacking nice freaking Hunter or anybody. Yeah, but they're not They're not jerks like either. Yeah. Like he is. So. Well, not that Thomas is a jerk, but. No, I don't think he is. I also think sure, like when know. they do that sit around the thing. They tell them. They ask questions. Yeah, and they do prompts. And so they probably were like. Hunter, you have something to bring up about Thomas. Would you Absolutely. like to share it? So they can't not do it. And, and they then... have all the psychological tools, I bet, to, yeah. to, to do that without being so direct. Like, oh, well, you said in your interview. Yeah. And so you really now, have So now you're going to look like a pansy. Yeah. And so <laughs> Hunter, like, snorts and he takes you're it upon so himself to be the host, like you said. And puppet show. It's like a Jerry Springer. It's basically Jerry Springer at this point. Okay. Thomas, again, okay. so constantly political. Calm. It, it's just Very so, calm. yeah. And he's, he's done this a million times. But again, I, there's a 20, like, what did you give me? 20. 25%, 25% chance yep. that this is actually who the man is 100% authentically. Sure. 25. That's not great, but sure. it's not nothing. Anyway, all right. We're talking too much about it here. Uh, we've said all we need to say. Yeah. Not as good as last episode, this episode, but it was good because of the trauma and Next love of the brain. We talk even... about this. 
yeah, next week looks pretty mad as well. So any last words before we give our top three and get out of here? We run over no. today. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, so top three for Katie we're gonna do. Okay. All right. So I you know, again, this happened last season where it's like whoever we know the most so far, at least. It's like for usually me. whoever is on the one on one and yeah, gets a rose which is gonna be in the makes top sense three. Multiple yeah. levels because she chose. It's that. like mostly when you get to the end you see who's stuck. Yes, absolutely. So for anyway, for me, number three, let's start backwards. Okay. I'm going Michael A. I'm putting him in there. I think they had such a good date. I think he guy seems like there's a little goof around him, but in like a cute way. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to grow the more that he does what he does. And, you know, obviously there's a connection there. Watch him do what he do. Do what he do. What do you got for three? Connor B. Connor B. Okay. In third. Okay. And we all know Connor B is my second. So why why Connor B third at this point? Any, anything just because their initial connection I think and the cat. I, they and have, have an initial said, connection. He gets yeah. He gets the roses every week. And I but I think I saw it more this episode. Like he was first for a while for me. Like in my head, I'm like I think she might end up with him. But I'm seeing a little bit more. I need to see a one on one with him and assess their chemistry a yeah. little bit more. Maybe something bad. To happen it's feeling. Them. It's just feeling a little bit like friendship. Okay. So no, I and I had him for two. So who was your two? Michael A. Okay. So we said all, uh, so I'm guessing we had the same top three because Greg's not Greg, one, Greg. no matter what. Two Gregs, uh, two Gs and Greg won the top and one in the bottom. So <laughs> number one, Greg for me, Connor, then Michael and yours was just Michael and Connor switch. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So looking forward to next week. This is a long episode. This is, I think the longest body. What about our through. personal roses? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I. I, I you just, didn't do yours because of the men. You can only do it with the women. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Come on. I, I, well, here's the thing. Like, I Who would you like, want to hang out I with? Don't like any of these. Any of these. If you cops. had to hang out Aaron. with three. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. and Aaron. <laughs> what about Christian? You and Christian would get along. I don't know if I get along with Boston guys, man. I don't like the Red Sox, man. Well, I put Greg, David, and Christian. Okay. In no, order. I like that. No, no, you should do that because I did that for me last season. I did it for the three roses for me, and then I did. Who would you hang out with? So yeah, let's continue to do that. So say it again. Greg. Number one. Same as Katie. David. David Hottie, as we... Christian. And then Christian. Yeah, no, I like that. And that makes sense to me. I want to know some more about David. We still don't know a ton about him. I think Trey was really funny. So yeah, I'll do it right now. I'll do I'll do Trey. Seemed really funny. I'll put him number one. Then... I do like Trey. There's... I guess I'm going to say... I'm going to say Greg because he's from St. Joe's and I want to yeah. know more about who he is. I still feel like there's something that he's hiding and I guess that might be I bet he's jealous cool. or something. Um, and then... He was an actor. He went to an acting school, did oh, like really? improv and stuff. I think well, you guys would get along. Well, that... See, that make, gives me red flags for being on The Bachelor. That yes. would be on TV show. I know. Let's keep that in mind. So then number three, I'm trying to think of all the guys. Yeah, Christian does seem cool, but let me... Let me throw us. Who else? Who, he's who, like who are the loaded. If I looked at his Instagram, he's loaded. Well, that doesn't make me like someone. I know, but it's, I, I don't know <laughs> yeah, why I them, anticipate I anybody with a Boston accent. Can't be loaded. <laughs> you said that last time with the blue collar. Blue collar. Like, it's, it's like immediately. You've, you've watched the town too much. <laughs> yeah, something about <laughs> it. I don't know. Like they're all loaded. And they all do, play poor boys. Fever pitch. You're right. The poor Boston boy is much hotter to me than the yeah. rich oh, Boston boy. me too. <laughs> but, all right. So I'll come back next no, week. No, you know what it is? It's Goodwill hunting. Yeah, of course. That's what it is. Yeah, it's not your fault. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye.